0: Hey sexy exes, this is our last episode of the season. Thanks for listening and send us any email or any emails. Yes, send us any email. We're still waiting for those dick pics from like <laughs> episode three or something like that.
1: Yeah, so we should tell everybody why this is the end of season one. A couple of reasons. One, we got real busy now that everybody's vaccinated. Our cal- social calendars are popping off and it's kind of hard to keep up with the podcast. That's one reason for sure. another, and another reason-,
0: reason is that our dating list has sort of stabilized with you having your two folks and I having kind of the three that I am dating. And so we're kind of in a holding pattern. So, but who knows in a couple months, what will happen then we could come back and we could both be completely single again. Who knows?
1: You know, it's going to be a one wet, hot American summer, but yeah, we're, we're going to take a little summer break to live it up, live in love vaccinated loca.
0: And we'll be back in the fall.
1: Yeah. We'll be back in the fall. And in the meantime, we would love it if you would Tell us which of our episodes was your favorite and go ahead and subscribe so that you can be abreast of when we kick things off for season two.
0: And feel free to show us your breasts. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to edit that out. I don't know. Maybe we won't. Who knows? Definitely edit my coughing up my brisket that I had for lunch out. Mm
1: I have to say, there's it's something cute when I want, listen to Polyamory Weekly. Like they'll constantly have like banter like this, and then one of them will be like, "Oh my god, we've got to edit that out," and then the other one's like, "No, no, no, we're gonna leave it. That's hilarious." And like they leave that whole e- exchange in. So yeah. I'm, I think that's cute.
0: Greetings and salutations. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Gen X. I'm Ducky.
1: And I'm Andy. Our names are fake, but our friendship is real.
0: We're two Gen Xers inviting you to our weekly deep dive into dating, sex, and relationships.
1: Today, we are going to talk about sexting, texting, and everything in between. From how to text when you first match with somebody, to how to keep the flow going when you start actually kind of getting into a groove and you might even have met up with them and maybe it's even turning into like possible relationship territory and we're also going to talk about the new tinder feature that's uh going to be released soon it's called hot takes which is all about getting to know people and actually texting with them before you've even matched how about that hey sexy exes We want to get to know you and we want to hear what you think about this podcast. So please give us a five-star rating if you like it and give us a review. This is the most important thing for people to discover this podcast because, you know, our names are fake. And so we're not actually sharing far and wide with our, our friends and our followers on social media about our podcast. So we're relying on you, sexy exes to share this for us. And we really need your help getting uh, higher rankings on the algorithms out there. So please give us five-star rating, give us a a review. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we we really want to hear what you think of the podcast. So uh, if you feel inclined, drop us an email as well at genxpod at gmail.com, G-E-N-E-X-P-O-D at gmail.com. Okay, now, Ducky. Tell me now
0: we can do the
1: now. <laughs> What's been happening with you since the last podcast?
0: So you'd be very uh, proud of me, Andy, because I had a date with this woman, Wendy. And Wendy is the pseudonym of this woman who is the, uh, the from the uh, the classic St. Elmo's Fire movie, the Mayor Whittingham character. And so Wendy and I met at a bar and I had rearranged that. But at the same time, I had also made a reservation at a restaurant around the corner for an hour and a half later, just in case it went well, as we have instructed.
1: Right. So, so For our listeners, that's a hot tip from, from an earlier episode where we said, make it, you can ratchet up the intimacy on a date by bouncing to a second location and then it kind of feels like a second date
0: that's right so then we had our second date an hour and a half later and then after that that went so well we wandered down the street to a third location which where we had kind of cocktails outside during which that went so well that i leaned in and said can i kiss you now and she said yes and so I was slamming it in terms of like, not, not like slamming it, but I was like doing really well.
1: <laughs> figuratively. Um, well, figuratively that's, that's like that's, that's another hot tip from a previous episode, which is getting consent, especially for the first kiss can be really sexy in a way to like cross that chasm. You lean in and just say that kind of in a flirty tone. And suddenly it's like, you're getting consent, which is like, where it's at these days and you're also getting into that first kiss it's cool yay bravo ducky
0: yay and then i walked her back to her car and she's like oh can i drive you home so she drove me home and stayed the night so yes. four locations <laughs> and a stick the landing yes. so Man, it was it was quite a good, uh, quite a good date. And so, as it turns out, this woman runs in very high circles, high level things. She knows like lots of super rich, famous people. She is not one of them per se, but she works for a lot of very famous, very well connected people. And so, I was like, oh my god, I'm like fishing like out of my league here. But I think one of the reasons she likes me is that I have very little interest in those kinds of trappings. And so I come off as as fairly normal and well-grounded. And so, yeah, so we've had, we've had a couple different dates since then. And yeah, now she is like fast rising to the top of my dating roster, which also includes Lisa, and veronica now the problem is now that i have kind of three people kind of in heavy rotation it's a lot to like track of it's a lot to like stay on top of in terms of like seeing and kind of keeping everyone happy and scheduling dates and i just have a lot of other stuff going on like in my personal life so it's really hard to kind of like fit everyone in so i don't know i may have to let one of them go i i I don't know i'm gonna have a conversation with veronica tonight actually because i think she's kind of disappointed or upset with me because i haven't been as as vocal as texting as often as doing those kinds of things because i just haven't had the time so it's like well I don't know, like, am I going to have to drop down to, to two people? Because that's kind of all I can, like two fairly serious situationships. So it's an interesting, interesting dilemma that I'm at now. I've, I've gone on a couple other, like other dates, like some video dates and even like one in person date. Uh, the one in person date didn't work out, but the video date was someone interesting. And I'm just like, I just, I don't know if I can do it. Like, I don't think I can, I don't think I can care. I can't carry on. It's too much. It's too much. So, but like, you know, this, so this week I have had a date with Wendy, a sleepover date with Wendy on Monday. I had a sleepover date with Lisa last night. And I'm having a date with Veronica tonight. So it's just, it's just a lot. It's super tiring. So and I know I shouldn't be complaining. I should be enjoying my bounty of riches, but I, yeah, I I'm 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 feeling the crunch. So that's yeah. what's happening with me.
1: Love is infinite, but time is not. I would say, you know, coming from a poly perspective where I I kind of battle those own issues myself of like, how do I fit all this in? (laughs) What you might say is if you're not feeling it as much with Veronica, but you still aren't sure like where things are going with the other person, you can be honest and say, Hey, I'm in this mindset right now where I'm, I'm dating a few people. I'm not looking to get married. I want to go, you know, at a, you know, at a pace where we, we get to know each other slowly over time that might mean that some weeks we don't see each other how do you feel about that would, would that be okay for you and if you i think if you have a conversation and set expectations you might not have to necessarily end things with her but just you know set expectations it can be a conversation she might actually be more upset that you're not communicating about that than actually needing or wanting your time you don't know what's going on with her she might be busy as hell too and trying to figure yeah. out where where do you fit in her busy agenda
0: it's it's true. And yeah, and that's kind of how I was gonna frame the conversation cool tonight. Was was much more around like, hey, you know, I, I like you, we have a good time together. I'm getting the feeling that you're, you know, disappointed that we're not spending more time together. Can yeah. we talk about that? And you know, A, is that even true? Like maybe it's not, maybe she's fine with it. I it's just it's hard to say. So so well, that's that's my uh, that's my existence. How about you, Andy? how How have you been doing these last week or two?
1: Yeah. So for our readers, we we skipped a few weeks of recording, so I'm not exactly sure where I left off in in things, but I'll just stick to what's most recent, and that is I've been really really excited to go deeper with the woman who we now refer to as Jennifer. She is the person who I had that really amazing four-day first date in San Luis Obispo, and she and I have been really hitting it off. She came down and visited me. She lives up north, and uh, we had our second date, which was like a three-day, four-day weekend, and it went really, really well. I want to give a shout-out again to uh, Laurels, the... Product for helping women enjoy uh, safe sex and safe oral sex for girls. Is, girl is, is this
0: the apparatus?
1: It's not an apparatus. It's cute little like.
0: I know that's a callback for, yeah. for our. Se- that's the callback for our sexy exes who listened to the
1: <laughs> thing
0: where I kept calling it an apparatus.
1: Yes, it's not an apparatus. Yeah, I think we reviewed morals in episode eleven, which I think was which was which one was episode eleven. It was fucking awesome first dates. So yeah, if you want to hear, learn more about laurels, but they're basically these like cool panties that are they're one time use panties made out of condom material, and you can have all kinds of really hot oral without having to worry so much about you know fluid transfer, which is great if you're like. Trying to work around an STI situation or you're on your period or maybe you've got an ingrown hair and you don't want somebody down in some clinical position staring at this ugly gross ass ingrown hair whatever the reason it was a really fun first date we went through all of my laurels <laughs> or sorry for a fun second date
0: second um, date
1: some, right yes yeah, fun second date i mean we've been texting and and getting really really like to know each other over video chat and phone calls for the last six months but this is our our second in-person interaction and we really make great use of our time together and fill it and have lots of costume changes so that it actually feels like more time has gone by which is kind of fun i'm also really really pleasantly surprised to be getting to know brad's other new partner who is a blast from the past from him she's somebody that he dated six years ago And kind of came back into his orbit after the pandemic. And this time they're hitting it off really well. And she's somebody that I feel like I could have a really, really awesome friendship with. And also potentially like sexy fun times. But right now, I'm just so happy to get to know her just, you know, on a friendly level. She actually came over and cooked dinner at my house the other night. While Brad is back east visiting family and friends from high school she came over and we had just an amazing chat and we had so much fun together that we decided that the three of us are going to go on a little poly date uh, to Magic Mountain together. And I am so excited for Brad that he has now me and this other amazing person in his life. And I'm excited to get to know her uh, in my own right, because she's quite cool and interesting and lovely and all the things that you would want in uh, a friend and a a metamore. So she's great. And so that's my update, having very, very happy poly times these days.
0: So could this be like a throuple situation?
1: Oh, you know, to be honest, I feel like my chemistry with her so far has been more friendly. I mean, we did fool around that night uh, on Brad's birthday, the three of us, but it definitely felt like we were fooling around and there was, you know, it was actually really hot and, fun but it also was like oh we're fooling around but then when we were having our our chat it was more like I don't know like it's just like sunk back into a friend vibe so it feels like it's 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 a situation where the three of us might all end up in this ripple but I don't know I'm not putting any pressure on it to become anything right now I'm just excited to get to know her and I'm excited for Brad that he has this really, really interesting variety in his life. Cause the variety I know is really important for him. And like, she is the polar opposite of me in so many delightful, cool ways. And so I'm just, I'm just excited to get to know her and I'm excited for him because it's, it's really a good situation in all directions. And she's just so lovely and smart and creative and cool and grounded and emotionally intelligent and she's a fucking banging cook she made these great bimbap bowls and i was like wow i'm so lucky that my boyfriend's girlfriend can cook these lovely meals for me
0: (laughs) that's awesome yeah so that sounds like a great update so
1: yeah i'm feeling very happy and and this past weekend with jennifer was magical i have so many great pictures actually on my phone right now between brad's birthday and jennifer's visit i just feel like i'm in poly heaven these days
0: do you worry at all that because you've had these kind of like two like almost sexcation that you're that's not a realistic portraiture of jennifer um, not really
1: because here's the thing she lives really far away, like multiple states away. So, or at least, you know, yeah, she's not even in my city, let alone my state. So I feel like all of our, our time together is going to be in the bubble of the moments that we, we are able to carve out. And that might be that we're always in holiday mode together. And that's okay. For now, yeah. you know, this is a long distance relationship. And what it means is when we have our time together, it can be very intentional and awesome. You know, we do a ton of activities, which is very different from my interaction with Brad, where we do a ton of nothing. And we and enjoy that because we have all the time in the world. He lives a mile away. And so right. we, we, we chill a lot. And when she's here, we are go, go, go. Super, super active. I actually lost five pounds in three days while she was oh here my God. we were so busy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, super fun. But yeah. Maybe I, I should I come know.
0: down and just follow you all around and
1: <laughs> try to lose um, some of this COVID get weight. In line, baby. <laughs> Between the two of us, we we would probably give most guys a heart attack. She's she's amazing. So yeah, we have a ton of fun. I'm not really worried about that because we're gonna be long distance, you know, a uh, long distance relationship, you know, it's more than a comet situation because we're we're really making an intentional thing to try to see each other every month or every other month if we can. It's really cheap to fly back and forth. So we're gonna try to make it, you know, like a once a month or a once or every mo- other month thing if we can. And uh it's okay if we're just living in the bubble of those those visits neither of us is looking to like get married and you know change our our lives to warp our lives around each other we we just really enjoy the time that we have with each other and it feels really healthy and supportive and we have a time and of
0: with us. and with work from home you could work up there for a while Yeah,
1: exactly Did she have a
0: job that that she could like work down place no, for no
1: she does not she is uh, a teacher and so mm. she will she will very soon be uh in in front of students in real life right
0: but right. you could go up there you could do
1: stuff yeah but I could go up there and and actually her being you know at school all day would actually be good because then I'll just be able to work and not feel like guilty like I'm up here and I'm not paying attention to you we'll both be at work and then we can have like an evening together But yeah, that's, that's down the road right now. I'm just kind of like basking in the afterglow of a great fucking weekend.
0: Totes my goats. (laughs) Yeah. We move on to today's topic slash unsolicited advice.
1: Yes. So today's topic, sexting, texting, all that kind of good stuff. There's a school of thought that you shouldn't text that much at all before you match because you can't really decide if you're going to like a person until you can smell them, <laughs> really feel in-person chemistry. There's uh, also a school of thought that there's like certain questions that if you ask these 36 magical questions, you can make somebody fall in love with you. So let's, let's unpack all of those theories and, and try to get to, in practice, what actually works.
0: So I guess I more know like what doesn't work, which is a lot of long texts, a lot of deep probing initially without any kind of buildup, all that kind of stuff, really bad grammar, really bad punctuation or spelling. Those kinds of things for me are huge turnoffs. Now I know like for spelling and stuff, some people just don't care, but for me, I'm like, i guess you know dating in the age range that i do i at least expect people to be able to put a sentence together and spell and text and be witty yeah. in doesn't doesn't they don't have to be groucher marks but they can be at least feels engage and gets beyond hey how's your weekend which is also like my least favorite intro or those kind of openers
1: yeah how was your weekend is like the lamest opener we've we talked a lot about like opening salvos in dating apps after you've matched and we we both have different takes on that yours is ask them something interesting or comment about something that you saw or read in their profile mine has been pretty consistently how's your apocalypse going although i need to shift that now cuz i feel like now we're in a post apocalypse <laughs> now it's the post apocalypse landscape so i might i might change up my question how's your post apocalypse going <laughs> how's your
0: biden administration going
1: yeah so and i open that up but but i think like to go back to your earlier point one good rule of thumb is don't make Text, text is not the medium for a novel. It's not the medium for even a paragraph. Now, some people, some people really love to just like build like voice to text and like really fucking like, it's uh, definitely not everybody's cup of tea. I I would say almost to a hundred percent that never ends up going well. So rule of thumb for everybody out there. If somebody has sent you a paragraph, try to make whatever your response is shorter than that. I even will go like, if they've given me like one word, I'll try to even sometimes just reply with an emoji or reply with, you know, a a shorter word. I always try to make my reply shorter than whatever somebody sent me because I believe strongly that text is not the medium to be verbose. And I, I have found that that's a very successful rule.
0: That's a good rule. I I am generally trying to match about the length because I feel like I'm matching interest. Like if yeah. they took the, if they took the time to write a paragraph, I'm going to take the time to write a, a, a thoughtful paragraph back. Yeah. If they took the time to send me emoji, yeah, I may. I mean, I may I may try to like reel them in with another question. Sure.
1: But I would say like. If, Yeah. Yeah. In that back and forth, like that, that's a really good point. You do want to match the level of enthusiasm because if you always go shorter, you might like seem like you're disinterested. And uh, Brad actually got in hot water for not texting back in a timely fashion or texting back with enough enthusiasm. And you know, he's not a texter. Our relationship has never relied on text. But I think for this other partner that he had briefly, it was, a, it was a problem because I think she perceived that as lack of interest, which 100%, it wasn't lack of interest, but he would rather be having in-person conversations than text conversations. And I got to say, I kind of in the same way. So for us, that works.
0: I think there's a lot of people like that, that are just yeah. like, you know, hey, the, the no pen pals Proud are always yeah. trying to get you to voice and, and video chat or in person, which is a strategy I 100% get. You still need, I don't know, I, I feel like I still need, I, I, I used to I used to chat a lot, like for like a week or so with someone. And that's way too much because I wasted a lot of time falling for people that once I met them, I had no chemistry with. And yep. that was like, I was like, oh, and that's just worse because like they also were kind of, you know, had the feels for me. And then we kind of met and it was bad because they still had feels for me and I really didn't. And so it was like, oh, it was just awkward and terrible. So the sooner you can meet the better. But I I still feel like there's a little bit that you need to do up front just to see like, is there going to be anything here?
1: Yeah. So I think another thing that like would be good to cover right now is when do you move from just like texting in the sense of like, you know, so I see that you're a bio neuroscientist. Tell me about like, you know, the last uh, clinical trial you were in or something. I don't know. Whatever, whatever thing that you're talking to them about, career-wise or something funny that you saw in their profile, how do you move from that into like flirtation and and sexting? And I think you know there are some there's some interesting ways that you can do it. But one of the things that I've always found is getting into a a text rhythm where you're talking about somebody and then or talking about something and then just say, this is what I always say when I want to take it into a kind of a sexy direction. I wish you were here right now. And then they say, Ooh, me too. And then I say, Oh yeah. What would you do if you were here? And that's an invitation into some sexting.
0: Mm, So
1: it's a good way to get consent for sexting and a good way to begin sexting without actually saying, Hey, would you like to sext?" which is so unsexy and not cool.
0: That's terrible. What do you think about the people who uh, come on kind of hard right from the beginning? And if, Boy, haha! Ha, I didn't really mean that pun, <laughs> but the people who like, are like, you know, Hey, exactly. gorgeous, you know, I, I, you know, I wish you were here so I could put my head between those enormous whatevers.
1: One of the apps that we we've talked about that I'm very fond of is Field, which used to be called Tinder. And it was like basically Tinder for three ways. I love field. I've I've actually met a ton of quality people and couples from field. And some people because of of the history of it and because people are so open about their sexual desires on it and very transparent about the con- like relationship configurations they're into, some people mistake that as an invitation to just like go straight from matching into here's my dick and nobody wants that as your opening line. Here's my dick. Or here's what I want to do to those titties. That ain't cool. So yeah, I, I really, really hate that. And it's usually for me, an instant unmatch. There's only a few instances where I've like entertained it. And that, like only because I just got, I'm bored and I like, I'm playing with my food. basically.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but most of the time, that's like a, an instant boner killer for me. <laughs>
0: an instant block.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't like that. But but when there's like a little bit of text and then like, you know, what I, what I actually like, my kind of preferred rhythm is let's text just a little bit so I can see that you can string a sentence or two together and that you're not like super dull by like asking me how, how my weekend was or something innocuous and who gives a shit. And then I'm going to try to push for us to either have a video date or an in-person date. And then in the video or in person date, if that goes well, that could end up in us, you know, hopping locations and hopping into bed. But if it doesn't and we continue texting, now we're in the realm of I've liked you enough from that initial first date to want to continue texting. Now the door is open at this point for me for anything. We could become friends, we could become, you know, an ongoing, you know, lovers thing or we could become some kind of long-term situation. The world is art waster. And that's when I like for people to occasionally dip into flirtiness and and sexting. And that's when I would welcome potentially a sexy picture. And that's and and if we've already been physical, That's when I might actually entertain the idea of sharing a sexy picture, but I don't share photos with people I haven't met with. I've actually had so many experiences already where I've gone back and forth with somebody and then shared pictures. And I had, I had an experience where I was sexting, like getting very hot and heavy with somebody I had matched with who we were talking about meeting up and we sexted to the point where he indicated he had come. And then he was like, Oh, that was awesome. All right, I'm off to bed. And he unmatched. And I was like, What the fuck just happened? Oh my God. And now he's got all these pictures of me. And now we're not actually gonna meet. Wow. Oh my god. Oh my god. Now, of course, I was smart. I never include pictures that have my face and body parts in them at the same time. But still, I never want I, you know, I, I felt so used. I felt really dirty and used and that was really unpleasant. So now my guideline is if we haven't met and ideally like met and seen each other naked, I don't need to give you any more pictures of me than you already have from my profile. You already see what my face looks like. You already know what my body looks like. My pictures are recent. And if that's not enough for you to want to continue talking to me, well, fuck off. Because <laughs> that's all you're going to get until we actually.
0: Yeah, I have an actual middle ground there that perhaps you may be interested to hear about. So
1: everyone's this a middle ground like a dick pic half mast?
0: No, no, no. No chubbies, no, no, no. Who would ever send that? Like, oh, I'd
1: like
0: my, I'd like my dick to look really small and floppy. This is exactly what women.
1: Here's a picture of me coming out of the ice bear pools in Reykjavik.
0: (laughs) Exactly, yeah. That that'll that'll get me unmatched real fast. No, the the middle ground is you can find extremely sexy and even classy animated GIFs online that can you can work into your sexting. So I have done this very successfully occasionally where I'm like, oh, when we get into my kitchen, I'm going to put you up on the counter like this. Here's an animated GIF that's kind of like black and white, super sexy of, you know, someone having sex with someone on a counter and you kind of try to make the you know if you especially if you can find the a picture that kind of looks like the two of you like I is love at that least you're doing vaguely a
1: about hateful black and white porn
0: tasteful <laughs> black and white porn it doesn't even have to be like full on porn it can be just very suggestive it can be mm-hmm. sexy not sexual like it can be like making out or like you don't see any body parts but you see or, or you you only see like shoulders or pg pg style sex scenes versus your r rated sex scenes so i've had pretty i've had pretty good luck doing that when you don't want to send a picture or like you're like describing something and you're like, Ooh, I bet this was a a video would be really good here or a little thing. And, you know, you know, like, well, I'm not going to like, I'm here by myself. I can't like fake you being up on the counter where I'm going down on you. Like I'm, but I can find an animated GIF of that and send it to you. So I have had good luck with that.
1: That's actually a great tip. I'm going to add that to my repertoire. Thank you, Jackie.
0: Because it's better than just uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people at this point turn to like emojis sometimes for the like, oh yeah, I'm gonna slide this eggplant into your taco and stuff, you know, and it's like <laughs> okay, and I get it, you know, but there there are other ways to do that, and I don't know. I also I, I find those not as not as titillating as text itself. Sometimes you can bolster your text sometimes with with emojis but i i know some people who really hate emojis and are like you're what are you 13 oh yeah and i I actually
1: who makes a general statement that if a guy puts too many emojis in his text she's like that's a huge red flag to me that he is either immature or a sociopath and i'm like wow that's maybe a little too rough, but I, I feel like there's something to it because she she often uh, experiences either one or the other, m- immaturity or kind of like weird sociopathic tendencies. So yeah, over emojizing your text is probably a no-no.
0: People that have that as their dating profiles, the text in their dating profile, where you have to like decipher like, oh, you like being and you're a virgo like what does that sign? like i'm like no 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 you don't make me work like this
1: also you're showing your astrological sign
0: <laughs> hey i have my astrological sign on mine
1: i know and you won't date you cancer like yours because you're a cancer means anything <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cancer yeah. would say that.
1: I know every time, every time I tell people, yeah, I don't really buy into astrology. And they're like, what sign are you? Cancer. And they're like, yeah, that's what a cancer would say. I'm like, oh God, I can easily <laughs> disprove <laughs> your, your allegiance to this nonsense, but I feel like you want to go, you want to keep going for it. It's fun. It's fun, but it's yeah. Anyway, I digress. We can get back to the topic at hand, which is how do you, how do you convey or get into that like sexual frisson in a text. So like my my transitioner is I wish you were here right now, or I wish I was there right now. What's a good transition to go from non-flirty into flirty?
0: So I do that a couple different ways. One is I, after a while, I'm looking for that opening <laughs> where, <laughs> uh, hey, um, after a while I, I'm I'm I don't know. Sometimes it's like we get into a discussion about like, well, what's your type? And then they'll like, you know, and I'll describe or then I'll be like, well, you know, what, you know, what, and sometimes it's like, oh, well, I'm curvy. And I'm like, oh, I like curves, you know, and blah, you know, blah, and you know, and so sometimes there's like transitions to kind of get in. So I'm, I'm looking for more of a, a contextual on-ramp. To get into the flirty thing, and sometimes I, I, if I can't tell what's going on, well, there's two ways I do that. One is if I know that you're like into it because you have started flirting with me, then I'm like, okay, it's on. Another is if I get if as if the conversation seems to be quite boring, and I'm like, okay, is it that I'm not providing enough stimulation? Ha 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 ha! Again. And so then uh, I will sometimes like drop it, drop in something like that, like, oh, yeah, I wish you were here, you know, or like, oh, I'm just, I'm texting you from bed or, you know, those kinds of things to just to like spice it up almost as like a, a Hail Mary pass for like a boring conversation. Like, okay, let's, let's see where we can take this. And sometimes that works. Sometimes it's like, backfire sometimes it's like okay i mean i haven't ever had anyone like block me because i'm not like well here let me you know let me say something obscene to you right away um, or something super filthy like i've never gone that far so those are kind of the the you know the times where i'll definitely do it and then otherwise yeah i'm, I'm definitely looking for like a situational way to to move to move into that move into that category and, but you can't wait too long because otherwise you kind of get into like friend zone and you're like, you're then the pen pal zone too. So yeah. usually it, if it goes on for more than, I don't know, an hour or so, then I, d- I definitely try to switch into, into that. Like, cause I'm like, okay, th- the fishing metaphor, I've got a live one on the hook here. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see if they're really interested.
1: Yeah. Some people like will text back and forth for days, sometimes hours at a time. And I definitely am not looking for a pen pal. And I, I have to confess, I don't really enjoy texting. It's not as fun for me, crafting the perfect text, looking for a gift, trying to think of the right emojis, all that stuff. I would actually just rather have a conversation, a real conversation rather than trying to craft, you know, this, this little, you know approximation of a conversation. And I'm so bad at sexting that another thing that I signed up for is this thing called slutbot. <laughs> so, if you are bad at sexting, the way that I am bad at sexting, highly recommend slutbot. It's actually a AI, a chat uh, artificial intelligent chat agent that will chat with you, you know, it basically each time you engage it, it will say, "Hey, last time we chatted as a man and a woman." Do you want to do that again? Or or would you like to, to switch things up? And you can say, okay, this time I want to be a woman talking to a woman, or this time I want to be a man talking to a woman, um, or this time I want to be a man talking to a man, whatever, whatever you feel like in that moment. But I have used it to practice how I should maybe like respond when I'm talking to, or how I can kind of, you know, engage the, the other gender, depending on who I'm chatting with. And it's a it's become a really good practice tool for me.
0: So you don't use it live though, right? Like if someone texts you something, you don't then rush to no. the bot no. and like type that in and,
1: uh. no. But I but I, I chat with it and it it'll occasionally reach out to me and say, you know, hey babe, it's been a while since we chatted. Do you feel like having some naughty fun? And it will like engage me. And then I and then I learn from it how to get into that kind of like sexy, flirty mode and how to like tell a story about what I might do to a person or um, play a little like sexy game. So I, I found that really fun. We'll I'll share the the link to Sexbot in the chat, in the story notes to the podcast notes. Um, it's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Slutbot. It, it was actually explicitly written with the intention of t- teaching people how to give good sexting yeah how do you give good sext you learn either through practice and trial and error or you learn from an expert robot so i've been learning from an expert robot and it's been kind of fun
0: you can also Um, learn from reading romance novels or erotica or you know those kinds of things as well like those are often you know or if you're you know really smutty you know things like i don't know What? yeah like really really dirty like erotica porn kind of Mm -hmm. stuff
1: yeah but I think like you know for for your garden variety like just turning the corner from you know getting to know each other to into like a sexual kind of sexy sexy sexting kind of vibe you can also just say you know I bet you look so hot right now or I bet you look so pretty right now and you know they might be like, oh, me? Like, oh, yeah, what are you wearing? Well, you know, I'm wearing a Kigurumi. Ha, ha, ha. And you can kind of like make it playful. But then it's like, oh, what are you wearing under the Kigurumi? Nothing. Oh, interesting. You know, you can, you can, you can take it into an in- interesting direction once you like put them in the context of you're a physical being in a body right now. right.
0: Do you have any tattoos? Do you have any piercings? Do You, you know, like.
1: to see those someday. Would you show those them to You know, yeah.
0: Right. I'd like to trace my finger over that one. You know, those kinds yeah.
1: of things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess I never really have problems there. My problem is the, like, initial, like, flirty bits. Because I think I tend to come on. Too hard. Uh, God damn it! I did it again. And that's <laughs> yeah. Ha ha. Uh, where I I'm like I'm like oh, where do you live in the city? Where do you li-? you know like I'm trying for like information too fast instead of like let's establish a flirty connection and then I can start to like ease into those questions. I think that's that's always been my like. Point of 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 problem where like just getting started and so it doesn't it so it seems like I'm like fun and lighthearted and then later I can show you that that I'm actually just an information sponge and just trying to like get my get my read on you but at first you know for me it's like how do I be like light and bubbly especially when it, you know I don't know if, about you but I'm like nervous you know sometimes it's like oh a new match you know like. Especially with a new match where I'm like, wow, you're really hot. You're hotter than, than you're out of my league. And so now I, I really can't fuck this up. But
1: even when people are like out of my league, I feel like uh, there's nothing to fuck up. This is, it's like monopoly money. It's like, the, you know, the, the, these kind of in, in these texts before you've actually met a person, it's like the kind of random nonsensical chats that you can have with random people at a bar, you know, think about it that way. Like you, I think you're, you may be putting way too much pressure on yourself to make it great when, uh, I've actually had a lot of luck handing my phone, uh, to my friend, uh, who actually will just spraff nonsense, absolute gobbledygook, crazy shit. And it's, totally works. Like it, it's kind of crazy. So yeah, I, I have this, these friends, this couple, Rick and Terry, I, I call them after the amazing eighties movie. She's one of the guys and Rick is amazing at just taking my phone and starting to just chat absolute nonsense, crazy nonsense to people I have mashed with. And he, it, in a way, it's like I think of it as like making him the Sereno de Bergerac of my crazy like bar chat, you know. So imagine if this was a real world scenario where I'm at a bar and all these potential hotties that I have matched with were all in the room you know, or or all in, you know, a bar together. And I can like walk over to the jukebox and like drop a little crazy nonsense in the ear of so-and-so as I'm going to get a drink. And then when I head back over to my seat, I see this other hottie and I might like drop a little nonsense there and just see which ones of them then flock to wherever I'm sitting. And that's, that's kind of like the take. So I, I let, Rick, be that, that guy spraffing nonsense. And it really, really works. So I think like, don't put too much I mean, pressure on I, it. This is that level of connection at this point. I sure, saw a hot and person and they thought I was hot enough to just nod their fucking head. That's all a match is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you know, you're a hot lady with lots of matches. So for you it's super easy to just, you know, okay, well, I'm going to write some of these, you know, if if my nonsense doesn't go anywhere, it's fine, but like this might be the only match I get in like 2 days. So it's like, "Oh, uh, uh, but I agree. No, uh, do you remember the what was that stupid 90s show with the the guy who was like the pickup artist, like called the Oh my the god, gamer. yeah, the pickup
1: artist. Yeah, and he would like peacocking and negging and all that stuff yeah i remember watching it religiously
0: so he had he had a bunch of like actual bar tricks like this because he was like like dumb stuff like he like the question was like hey settle a bet for me my friend says that you should floss before you brush but i say you should brush after you floss like which what do you think you know and had like just kind of dumb stuff like that that was like absolutely nonsensical but it started it started something and you could kind of like debate the pros and cons with no consequences and so i i i I, I try to think about that like although i try not to think about that guy very much because he was a (laughs) full-on
1: what was his name like or mysterio or it was some dumb name and he was always (laughs) dressed in like these crazy ridiculous outfits I kinda of wanna go back and watch it now because it seems like such a great time capsule of like the late 90s.
0: Right. He had like, you know, the the long like trench coat and he had like the like the the burning man style goggles kind oh of thing. Or you know, like all kinds like
1: yeah, yeah peacocking I, so that people would notice you and have a reason to come up and talk to you.
0: Right. Right. I mean, that's why I usually take like a parrot on my shoulder everywhere I go for <laughs> <laughs> that pirate uh, pirate look so I so yeah I need to take your advice and, and be more loose and nonsensical and just like light at the beginning versus what neighborhood do you live in oh, you I mean, know you can
1: get to that but I think the first thing yes, is I know. a little bit like lighter and funnier and like Yeah. Injecting that, you know, that's another way also to hug all of, you You know, when you think about dating apps, you probably have like a bunch of matches across multiple, multiple apps that have kind of gone cold. Like you were chatting, you never actually met up. And maybe you're one of those people who feels the urge that they've got to go in from time to time and just clear out the cruft. I tend to leave them in there you know, until they either unmatch with me or maybe I'm bored one night and I might like do this thing I call like tugging the line, go in there and like drop a little nonsense and see who bites. And it's, it's kind of, it's, you know, those kinds of silly, total non sequitur, like out of left field, dumb questions or dumb. They're not even questions. It's just like, Silly stuff like oh hey the restraining order against so and so just got lifted let's party you know like you know <laughs> silly, I'm silly a big shit.
0: fan of Benifer or yeah whatever
1: no no that's that's Rick and Terry and yeah that's that's Rick's probably one of Rick's favorite pastimes no 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 time. no
0: I'm at Ben Affleck and and J Lo Benifer as an 80. example of
1: their oh, couple dumb. again that's your line oh thurp that's the it. line yeah.
0: I'm a big yeah. fan of Benifer getting back together. Yeah, something like that. I, that was my example throwaway oh,
1: actually, line. That, so that would be a great one for like somebody that you were texting with, and then it kind of went cold. And it's like, hey, I just saw that Benifer got to got back together. Does that mean there's still hope for us to keep chatting? You know, should we should we should we try to rekindle our 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 love affair <laughs> that never was? That's
0: genius. That's genius. Yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah, you can, you can definitely pick up threads that have gone cold via text. And actually that's what happened with Jennifer in a, in a flurry of phone interaction one night, he was scrapping nonsense to a bunch of people I had matched with. And in the midst of all that, she was just like, Senpai notice me. And I, and it caught my attention because I thought it was kind of cute. Like that. She was like, Hey, the chat went cold after that. And so I was like, yeah, all right, let's, let's, let's do this.
0: Oh, she tugged on your line.
1: She tugged on my line.
0: And you took the bait.
1: I took the bait. So you can definitely like-
0: You took the jail bait.
1: (laughs) No, she's (laughs) definitely age appropriate. Well, at least she's legal. (laughs) So You can use that, like, you know, instead of going, you know, and looking for a new fish to fry, go check what's in your lobster pots. You've already got a bunch of matches that you were texting. And maybe like you lost the thread. People get busy. Sometimes people get in a groove where they're texting a lot and then they get really like swamped with work. Everybody's vaccinated. All our social calendars are starting to like fill up because we haven't seen our people in over a year. So like go back to those matches and see what you can catch. Like by just rekindling with those matches and and and, and pick up the thread with some non sequitur. So that's another tip.
0: That is some great unsolicited advice <laughs> for this hot topic. Yeah. Can we talk about hot takes now in our next segment?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about hot takes.
0: So our next segment is better living through technology. And today we wanted to talk about a new feature that's coming out on Tinder. Andy, have you signed up for Tinder yet? Nope.
1: I'm probably saturated over here.
0: This is true. This is true. I thought you said you were going to sign up a while ago because you were interested.
1: I did. I did. And then I just went on living my life. I know. I need to let go download Tinder. I'll do it for the show. I'm doing it for the kids. Let's do it. That's right.
0: But Tinder is introducing a new mode. And apparently it occurs every night from six to midnight and whatever your local time is. And they just start dropping questions, like dumb questions, basically kind of like the, the questions we were just talking about, like, oh, should you should you floss before or after you brush your teeth? And then they'll put it in basically like a chat. And then they like throw out these questions, like if no one responds for a while, then they throw out another question. And then if people are kind of chatting about this, then people can like like each other and match. And so this is kind of a new thing for Tinder because this is the first time that people on the site will be able to actually talk before committing to match. So this is like all pre-matching. And so it is basically trying to do what we were just talking about. Like what is like an icebreaker And, uh, like, see if if there's any kind of connection chemistry. Now, I've seen this on the dating app Clover, which you hated, and I was semi-interested in, where they do a lot of, kind of, like, those are kind of, like, video chats, and you can, where someone is kind of broadcasting, and other people can drop in and see what they're broadcasting. But this seems to be, like, a... I don't know, like these almost like mini like chat room kind of things where you just kind of drop drop in and try to talk. And I mean, for me, A, I, I wonder if this is a huge fine suck waste of time where all the people that I didn't match with are gonna be in this room and I'm gonna like be like, Ugh, like, no, like, you know, isn't there anyone hot in here? Or it's or it's just gonna be like filled with. Abuse and like and just random nonsense. Like
1: probably yes and yes. I mean, it it it's weird. It sounds kind of like Clubhouse to me. Like, you know, a person will start a a, a conversation on Clubhouse. Clubhouse, for those of you who don't know, is the audio only app where you basically start a room where you're having a conversation, and then people can listen in and join you on stage, so to speak, to talk about whatever. <laughs>
0: I'm sure that was the pitch from the product manager. Yeah. It's like Clubhouse, but for dating.
1: Yes, totally. And it's funny because I didn't really like, I don't, I don't really use Clubhouse that much, but one night while I was bored, I got on and uh, Tiffany Haddish, the comedian was hosting a room called, what does a cat sound like when it's in heat? and people were trying to make the sound of a cat in heat so that she could do it for a show because apparently she was asked to make that sound and couldn't do it and she was like I guess I don't know what a cat in heat sounds like so help me out clubhouse and I raised my hand and I said all right I've, I've got a cat in heat sound and I did it which I will do for you right now because it's pretty impressive are you ready I'm ready oh, oh. oh. It's a horrible sound, but that's what a cat sounds like when it wants to. fuck <laughs> It's so sexy. I'd like so to real. apologize
0: to our listeners right now. We're, I'm sorry, <laughs> sexy exes that we just subjected you to that.
1: <laughs> sorry, not sorry, I don't know. Um, anyway. For whatever reason, there was a guy in there who was like, oh, my God, that was the best Cat and Heat sound. You really nailed it. And I got to say, in comparison to everybody else who was doing it, I did. I fucking nailed it. Uh, If you think you have a better Cat and Heat sound, please feel free to email it. So then did
0: you match with that guy and then started sexting with him?
1: No. So he, he followed me on Clubhouse, but then he found me on Instagram because <gasps> in, my Clubhouse is linked to my Instagram. Cause I never mm-hmm. like, and it's weird. I don't link my Instagram to any of my dating profiles, but I have my Instagram linked from other platforms like Facebook and so, and you know, LinkedIn and yada, yada. And he found me on Instagram and Started liking all my photos and was like, "Hey, we should like set up a video chat. I really want to like talk with you." And uh, I've been really busy, and uh, I need to respond to him because he's kind of kind of hot. But I've just been so busy, I, I I don't even have time to download Tinder, let alone talk to some new dude. So wow,
0: that's interesting. but yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So I think the concept potentially of I had a really similar like a chatty nonsense could work to lead to somebody getting interested in you.
0: Yeah, I had a similar story uh, with LinkedIn where someone was looking at my profile, and then I started looking at them, and then we started sexting on LinkedIn. And
1: you started sexting on LinkedIn?
0: No, I'm just jerking a chain. I uh, oh, did not. <laughs>
1: Wow. that'd be funny I though be, right like i was about to be like impressed like, and kind of creeped out like i would be so like, weirded out if somebody tried to start sex me through maybe legal.
0: that resume is hot
1: like, read the room it says CEO <laughs> on the door no don't
0: <laughs> this is a professional setting
1: yeah, this is a safe space i'm gonna call hr <laughs> yeah hr wow.
0: hr narcs
1: So, okay. So as a Tinder user, are you excited to try this feature or no? No,
0: absolutely not. I feel like it's going to be a huge waste of time, but I'm not the target audience for this. Probably. I, I don't know. I don't know who is, but I think they are just trying to like, here's what I'm guessing. They're like, I don't know, matches are going down and they're like, well, you know, we need something, you know, something to start. Starting more matches, and so the idea was like, okay, let's let's start let's start getting people to talk to each other because then they're more likely to match. Yeah, and that, and particularly because this is like all night; it's from like six to 10 midnight or something like that. It's like, well, let's drive up our engagement numbers super high by having people sit in these chat rooms for hours and hours and hours.
1: Well. I actually think it's a pretty smart move. My hot take on hot takes is that it's actually going to be pretty successful because- I think
0: it will be too. I just don't think it's for me.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, it might not be for me either because, uh, like I said, I'm kind of busy, but there have been moments- you know, the, the dilemma of, a you know, being poly is like you have all these partners, but because they also have other partners, sometimes you find yourself like, I've got all these amazing people in my life, but none of us have time to see each other. <laughs> and so you sometimes find yourself alone and bored and maybe wanting to distract yourself from the fact that your partner is on a date with somebody else. And you don't want to necessarily dwell on what you might be missing out on in that moment. And so sometimes it's fun to distract yourself with, you know, swiping and chatting and seeing, seeing, you know, maybe you need that little ego boost of what are the hot people out there who want to get with me. And I think that instead of swiping, which sometimes could just feel like pressing the the pellet, you know, thing for cheese and, you know, kind of depressing something like this can be more fun and playful and more like just walking into a bar and, having that like low pressure spraffing nonsense kind of vibe and i think that that actually might you you might be pleasantly surprised if you give it a chance so i would say hot take i think it's going to be very successful and you personally ducky might enjoy it more than you think
0: if you could do things like filter out answers from from people like oh i don't want to see answers from people that aren't in my i don't know general I don't know preferences, yeah. but although filter uh, Tinder doesn't really have a lot of those, other than like age and a few yeah. other ones. So, well,
1: I think that's also another another thing where it's like you know, I will say for myself as a woman approaching fifty, like there are a lot of people who would potentially be stoked to go on a date with me, but will never actually get a chance to because their age settings, you know, block me from ever showing up in their. Swipeable lists much to their, you know, you know, their loss, I'm going to say, because if they, if they were to see my profile and not, and, and it was like blinded for age, they probably wouldn't notice how old they wouldn't like guess that I'm the age that I am. And if we were to go on a date together, they would probably be really pleasantly surprised about how like fun, whatever I am, but something like this could give you the potential of getting on the radar of people who might otherwise not have the chance to see you. So I think that's another benefit for a lot of people who find themselves in like less desirable age territories like me or, you know, people who, for whatever reason, you know, don't have super swipeable profiles at first blush, you could find yourself in this little chat situation, chat room, where you're being kind of funny with the people. And suddenly, you might catch the eye of somebody who would have ignored you or swiped right past you, just on first blush. But because you're being funny, in this chat room, you might get a sec, you might get somebody's attention who otherwise would never have even noticed you or given you the time of day.
0: That's true. That's true. I mean, I have often thought that, I would have better luck with, I, I know we've had this conversation before, like if I was to date younger, I would probably have better luck oh, yeah. doing it in person because I am funnier and younger looking probably in person than I am in pictures and and other stuff. So yeah. anyway, so yes, okay. it will be interesting to see where this goes and I will I will try it and report back. How about that?
1: Okay. And I will download Tinder and I will at least do, I will, I will commit to this before our next podcast recording. I will also download it. And if that feature is turned on, I will try it at least once, but also sexy is We want to hear what your experiences with this new hot takes feature. So drop us a line. Won't you at gen dot at gmail.com, gmail.com. Yeah. G E N. P-O-G-E-N-E-X-P-O-D at gmail.com. We really want to hear from you what you think of this new Tinder feature. Give us your hot take on hot takes.
0: And give us a rating on Apple or wherever you listen to things. Yeah. Spotify, Apple. If
1: you give us a rating and uh, send us an email that you've given us a rating, we will send you a sexy picture. How about that? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, did wow. we just at the ante? Did we just like slip into some flirty banter with our listeners? Maybe.
0: Wow, that's yeah. that's quite enough offer.
1: Yeah, I've got I've got an incredibly awesome thirst trap photo that does not show my face that I'd be happy to share.
0: Hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh what what's the like drooling emoji or the like hungry emoji the moment yeah it's like okay so, its lips. so
1: so let me d- let me paint the scene for you sexy exes it's a picture of me sticking my finger into an incredibly large plug like wall outlet an oversized wall outlet and uh i'm fully clothed but it is quite suggestive and you can see at least not my face but other than my face, what I look like, haha! And I, I, will send that to whoever gives us a review, and emails us a screenshot of their review. How About them, apples. Wow. What do you got to offer, Ducky?
0: I am going to offer that I will not send a sexy picture <laughs> of myself to anyone who does that. So we can keep our we can keep our our listenership.
1: <laughs> oh, you are being modest. I know I know you've at least got how about this how about this you will put together a or you will share at least one really good GIF that people can use in their sexting to mm, update okay. with a visual animation of something suggestive to get the juices flowing wink wink
0: I will do that I will I, I will it when you write in with your review, you can, you can choose whether you want.
1: Yes. And, okay. And, and so how answer. about that?
0: You can choose if you want an Andy or a ducky picture.
1: There you go. And if it is,
0: yes. and if it is, if it is me, I, I will endeavor to do something, something saucy.
1: Okay. So there you have it. Give us a review. Send us an email that you've given us a review with a screenshot of your review. And we will, and you can let us know. Do you want... Your review reward to come from Andy or Ducky, or even both of us. All all options are on the table. That's how much we love you, sexy Xs.
0: That we are willing to bribe you for a rating. That's how <laughs> That's much how we love, love
1: works, you. right? That's how love works. That is how it works.
0: That's true love, really.
1: <laughs> okay. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Okay, sexy X's. You just listened to the final episode of season one of Gen X. And we are so excited that you've joined us on this journey. If you're just tuning in and this is your first time hearing about Gen X, we'd love for you to go back and listen to some of the other previous episodes because we covered a lot of ground this season, right, Ducky?
0: We sure did. Everything from how to take a good dick pic to (laughs) threesomes to is everyone polyamorous, to peeing in Starbucks cups, to, geez, a lot.
1: Yeah, and a lot of practical, helpful tips and tricks for things like tuning your dating profile or really, really mastering the first date so that you can get to that second date. How to save time by not swiping on people who aren't going to be right for you in the first place and uh, how to get comfortable playing the field after you've been in a long, heavy relationship. Getting back out there can be a little bit rough. So there's a lot of great advice. We also reviewed a ton of really helpful products, um, different techniques, different technology, different uh, toys. Different dating apps. What are the
0: kind of things you should have in your nightstand? For your overnight guests, we've talked about all the different dating apps from Tinder to Bumble to Match to, geez, I can't even remember, Open, Field. God, there's, there's a lot of them that we talked about.
1: Yeah. So now, while we're taking a break, we hope you'll catch up on some of the episodes that you missed. There's 15 episodes in, to se- in season one, so we hope you'll enjoy all of them. Let us know which one was your favorite. Drop us a line at genxpodcast at gmail.com. That's G-E-N-E-X-P-O-D at gmail.com. We'd love to hear questions that you have that we can tackle in season two. We'd love to hear your dating stories, positive triumphs, and also holy shit moments Uh, because we can all ride this weird dating world out together and learn from each other and make it fun in the process. Dating should always be fun. Okay, is that it?
0: <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it.
1: Okay. See you next time sexy exes. See
0: Don't you see in a couple month. weeks.
1: Months, so fall, Months. I'll do fall, fall, <laughs>
0: Oh, That's only a couple weeks away.
1: Oh my God, how does this time fly so fast? Okay mentally it's a couple months but it, in practice it's a few weeks anywho we'll see you soon sexy exes yes.
0: later